Welcome back, everybody. Hey. Brand new episode of The Lookout. This is episode 76 of The Lookout. We are here. Of course, I am Meals. I am here with the Platinum Chanel boy himself, Jeff. Yes, sir. What's going on? No guests this week. No guests. Just us. Shout out to shout out to all the guests that's been on thus far, though. Shout out to Dion. Shout out to um, shout out to or, uh, Jay rather. Uh, his name is Dion on Twitter. Dion underscore Brando. You can follow him there. Shout out great to Kyle. Guy, great guy. Keep it five star. Just provided us with great content, great episodes, and stuff like that. But we're here. We're back. We're talking mm-hmm. about the Freezer saga. We're getting there, man. We're getting there. We're, really we're getting there. I mean, I think you know what? It's it's always fun when we don't have a guest because I feel like. Um, not to say that I guess they're bad or anything, but I just feel like just in general, we can kind of like recap. We can recant on life. Yeah, we can, we can, <laughs> we can talk and it kind of explain things. So I have, I have this first question I want to ask you because yeah, I man. know recording this episode is pulling you away. <laughs> yeah, you know exactly what I'm thinking. For, <laughs> from something that you do, even the prior to this episode. Now I feel bad because we were talking for like half an hour. Oh, and I'm like, know, this, is, this could have been a half man. an hour. He's massaging that fucking controller. And uh... <laughs> honestly, honestly, for me, man, it's like everyone that I do a podcast with, like on a you know normal basis, like we have to talk about other things because then we'll just get caught up on like with Mark, just basketball or you like my hero yeah. or, you know, so we got to catch up on things that aren't necessarily uh podcast related so but yeah of course, man, of course. Right, you know, i've been on playstation 5 uh all weekend so <laughs> how is it uh it's it's really it's really great man it's really really nice i'm having a great time i got, I got it looks like a luxury man. system it's legitimately it's looks like a spaceship unit, yeah it, it's huge um it's really cool <clears throat> mine is laying down i don't have it sitting straight up because i'm just superstitious about something happening to it but uh, <laughs> for now with the space that i have uh, it's laying down so but yeah man it's um it's it's incredible uh i got um uh, nba 2k 21 and it look it looks phenomenal uh, like i can definitely see the difference uh and then uh there's the sweat the sweat glands you see the, all yeah, the sweat the glands that's what is getting done but outside the sweat i know the sweat jokes are like you know it, 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 it's funny <laughs> it's great for real because they do go heavy with it but uh in general the game feels really really good so uh, i love i love it um it cost me a lot of money so obviously gonna well that's good for a while. that's good that's always good i've i've thought about it i'll probably wait I, mean, I need that Crunchyroll app on it though. I need that Crunchyroll. I, sure. I tried. All right. So, fun thing today. Yeah, okay. So I'm I'm thinking the episode. I'm actually now on a on a TV that it's updated, um, where I can download the Funimation app. Mm-hmm. That Funimation app is terrible on TV. <laughs> it's, it's awful. It's awful on TV. It's all. I mean, it's really not good anywhere. Um, to, in my in, you know, in my opinion, like I don't like the app on my Apple TV. I don't like Crunchyroll on my Apple TV. Right. I don't like Crunchyroll. I just don't like the apps. Like they both need to be revamped totally. Uh, I hate that. Like you're, you just can't. Recently viewed should be the minimal. Yeah. <laughs> right. I mean, like I, the minimum. Oh, yeah. <laughs> minimal. So it's just really annoying. But uh, you know, it's anime, and we're. I feel like we're just getting to like 
oh, this is normal for anime. Like, we're just getting there. Like, so uh, hopefully we see those changes. That's bullshit. Netflix has been out forever. Hulu's been out forever. I'm not saying you have to have the same resources as them, but at least look at them and say, okay, why does this work for them? And how can we change? But you know what? I'm sure it's a money thing. I'm 100% sure it's a money thing because you need to buy the software. You need to buy the back end. You need to be able to do all these other things. It's kind of like with the old WWE Network versus WWE Network today, which is... Yeah, an upgrade. Half the tweets were about, "Is your app working? Is that working?" (laughs) (laughs) Now it's it's fucking smooth. But uh, yeah, no, I think we'll get there, especially with the the new acquisition Sony made with Crunchyroll, and uh, they'll probably they're probably working on it. I'm sure to be be super straight. I don't know. um, I don't know if you know this. Well, actually, you do know that. You do know this. I'm playing currently Pokemon Community Day. Um, Yeah. Yeah which is the community day Pokemon for today is Electabuzz. So I just actually ran into oh, a shiny wow. Electabuzz. So just now? Yeah, just right now. Just as we're recording. Your faves. Just some, some calm shit. It's actually Carlos's favorite. Oh yeah, you guys. Oh yeah, you're uh, you're you're the Magmarter, right? I'm the Magmarter. Yes. So Magmar is on Saturday. Next week's Saturday. So Magmar is next week? Yeah. Well, this week's Saturday. I guess this week's Saturday, technically. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so yes, uh, for all of you people who have listened to Mount Silver and I've clowned Pink the Magmar Mag- time. Yeah. Pink Magmar time. I'm not a fan of Pink Magmar, but I'm locked in on that. Bro. I'm going to catch it. And it's Community Day move is Thunderbolt, so it's always nice. It, oh, it, fire. Yeah. Oh, is it Thunderbolt? Let me see. I don't remember. I just know the Community Day one for this Electabuzz is Flamethrower. So I thought it was like that. So I'm going to keep low-key a shiny count for as long as we've been doing this episode. And Let me turn, let me turn mine on real quick. What's okay. Okay. <laughs> Listen, put a little incense on. Uh, you know. Yeah, that's what's about to happen. Catch a vibe. Trying to lock in. All right, my count is at one, so that's how I'm going to start this entire thing. Um, I have more, but just for the purposes of like, oh, we're recording this show, we should probably pay attention to the things that are going on. I'm going to say one. Right. Um, you got also some cool stuff. So last week I was on the Big Eyes podcast. Shout out to those guys. Um, sure. It's the one year anniversary of the show this week, so isn't that crazy, dude? Right? It's so it's so wild. It really is. Like I was thinking about this show, like, come on, man. It's I so remember crazy. when Jamal approached me about wanting to do the show, and I was like, just do it, man. But he, if you're gonna do it, you're gonna. It's it's a it's an interesting show to do because he loves a bunch of different anime, but to be able to talk I about know. it in such a short thing and then talk about it from week to week, it's a it's a tricky show. You may not get what you want every week, but you'll definitely get some great content and great conversation. And then ever since we brought AD on to the show, the show's just been going I to know. the next level. Yeah. And it's it just do it for real. to be able to do that on a weekly basis. I know you know how hard that is. Uh, and they got to read. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we just got to watch nine times out of ten. Well, yeah. We, we, we just got to watch and be like lightly decipher some surface level shit. Reading anime is a different story. There's, it really is. There's things. There's words between those lines, between those pages. There's stuff that you have to sort of uncover. So unless you're an actual like YouTuber who does this. And even the YouTubers themselves, they tend to do like one oh, anime. Yeah. They tend to do one manga, one something like that. So they don't have to do all the work that uh, Chamal and AD does. So I'm going to salute them. Salute them. I was on the show last week. I was pretty happy about it because of the whole Dobby thing. I felt like I needed to be on that show. 
I got the pop, man. I got the pop. Listen, I got the Funko. He got the Funko Pop, the very exclusive Funko Pop. Okay. How did you talk about what I spent? Okay. So obviously, all right, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to put a a cute little timer on. I'm going to put a timer on. It's going to be about one minute because I kind (laughs) of want to talk about spoilers, but I know there are people who only watch the anime. Shame on you. I don't want to say. talk about it last week, no? Yeah, I did because um because Kyle says he only watches anime. That was fair. That was fair. So I completely ignored it. And then I was like, I'm just going to go on to other podcasts and talk about it. (laughs) But, um. I'm going to put on a timer for right now. I'm going to do it for about, let's say, 90 seconds. 90 seconds. 90 seconds. And we can kind of talk about our general feelings on this entire thing. So, obviously, this is something that affects the show. We haven't finished even, we haven't even got it to season four. Season five hasn't premiered yet, and this will not be a part of it. So, if you don't want to listen to spoilers, I suggest that you fast forward 90 seconds from now okay so the whole dobby thing is incredible oh dobby it is sensational it was a great reveal possibly one of the greatest reveals in can't wait to see it animated i know that sounds awful but no <laughs> no definitely not it's i can't wait to see it animated either he looked like he was in his bag so i just want to see it animated listen everyone shout out to shout out to horikoshi who is just the genius behind my hero academia who's actually you know why i fuck with him you know what i fuck with him okay. because we're not going to get a chapter for two weeks after today so and you know why he's taking a week off what's he gotta do man? it's his birthday next week <laughs> so he just said fuck it i'm taking time off that's, I'm yeah, that's taking, how we do it man Take that's a real off. one that's a real one you don't ever hear about that t- those type of things like, nah you know if you're in the industry making such a massive like you know, he's like, oh, no days like off, that. none of that. Nah, nah, fuck that shit. He's just like, yo, it's my birthday. Let me take a week off. And they was like, you know what? Fine. So I, I appreciate. I feel closer to him because of that. Because I would also. I don't think I've worked definitely relatable. Yeah, I don't think I've worked on my birthday for a very long time. So, but he's, he's got a master class on his hands. So I mean, they can't say no. Yeah, one hundred percent. But it's incredible. It's awesome. It was a great reveal. Uh, and you guys should look forward to it. And that is ninety seconds. So there you go. Welcome to you. Welcome back to the guys or and gals because women do listen to this podcast. I'd be surprised. They do. They do. They do. Um, who's listening to this? Let's get into. Oh, okay. So there's a there's a rumor out there. We'll talk about this. About one. what? About a little manga called Chainsaw Man. Oh, okay. Are you familiar with this manga? Um, I'm familiar with it. I'm not exactly reading it. Okay. I'm okay. It. I'm not even gonna. I'm not gonna even tell you to read it because you're just gonna read it whenever the hell you read it anyway. You already know. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but it's a it's a it's an amazing it's amazing manga. There are great things. It is. It, it'll tug your heartstrings from time to time. There is rumors that it's going to be animated, which I think will have the entire similar to the reaction that Jujutsu Kaisen got but it, it was revealed that it was being animated and the season will come out that's what I think will happen to the show as well yeah. I think but 2021 I think it, I think it's pulling up man. yeah I think we've a reached a level of hype with this show 
or, or <clears throat> stuff. I still think people, there's a lot of people who haven't actually read it or stuff. But I think we've reached a point where when the anime is announced, I think it's just going to fly off the shelves. Yeah, who's producing Spy Family? Spy Family? That's an interesting yeah. thing. I know, I know the anime is coming next year as well, I think. Let's see. Let me do my... Uh, let me do it's my... Curiosity. It's not dire. But... No, we, I got Google. We got, we got Google. Let's see. Anime. Shout, shout, shout Jamal though for real because he he really was pushing the Chainsaw Man shit like a year ago on, on niggas like I agree I agree like, he really was he really was like on the timeline like crazy I was like what is this Carlos pushed it on me uh, directly um let's see anime da, 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 spy family animation um according to an article that was six months ago it says that the anime adaptation is still a while away so i don't know who's actually working on it but it should be a fun thing so have you read it yeah i started started writing that was one of the ones i started actually reading okay all right turn up it's a it's a good it's a good slice of life one um very interesting adventures um if you're a fan of pokemon the new pokemon movie is coming out to the west in 2021 if you were not aware, but we will have our Zerudes. Zerudi? You guys already got your Zerudes. <laughs> Keep that on the hush. But yes, you we'll get our Zerudes next month if we sign up to the Pokemon newsletter thing, which I, I love. Pink Scarf Zerud. That's what I need. I, I logged into my thing. I was like, wait, I've already signed up for this shit. I guess I am. <laughs> and I was just like, okay. I had to reset my password because I didn't know it and everything. I was just, yeah, I did like mad that. work. And then to find out I'm already subscribed to it. So it is what it is. One last bit of news before we get into Dragon Ball Z stuff. Jujutsu Kaisen's English dub is coming out this week. This week. Dude, they're on it, man. Listen, you got to be. You got to be. on it. Listen, the West is very big. In, in determining whether animes, I don't say whether animes are popping, popping, but yeah, we have a we have a hand in it. If it's popping over, have if it's popping over here, it's popping everywhere else. And, and yeah, that's no disrespect to Japan. It's just we definitely move the culture a little, a little different. Yeah, sure. listen, what was it? What's hey, Kometsu Yaiba? Two shiny like to buzz back to back. I just had to tell you that. Okay, wait, you so you're on two. I'm still on one. On two. Okay. This one right now. I just had to tell you real quick. Damn. Okay. All right. All right. Might have to put another incense on. Um. <laughs> I'm back, baby. Oh my god. Okay. So the English dub comes out this week. It'll be out, I believe, on Friday, November twentieth, around five p.m. on Crunchyroll. So if you're watching Crunchyroll, hopefully not on the app or anything. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just watch it on the computer. I'll be honest with you. I pull up my laptop, open it. It's probably the it's, best. It's really like it is one of the best ways. If not that, like I said, the Apple TV one's not even that great. But that's where I usually is. Though. I usually watch it. <laughs> so I gotta, I gotta use it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, I feel you. I feel no, you. No, no. No. This is this is kind of bad, but I'm gonna say it anyways. Um, I was trying to watch the latest episode of Jujitsu uh, last night. And the app was just absolutely killing me to the point where I went and found a leak and watched that one. And it was so smooth. And I just was like, man, this app is awful. I agree. It was like a daily plan or something. Nothing. And they just rip it from Crunchyroll anyway. So it's not like it's a damn thing. But yes, it's a, you know. Uh, 
second shiny electabuzz listen i'm i'm here with you i'm here with you man i'm here with you okay all right let me catch this 2074 cp listen i like that yeah mine was 2000 my it's raining here if it wasn't boosted mine would be like same 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 it's raining right now I feel like they just turned. Mine was, uh, oh, it broke out. Wait a minute now. Wait, what was yours? 2074. Oh, mine was 62. I thought we had the same. Oh, buddy. What's up, Spaz? <laughs> Let's get into Dragon Ball. Yeah, this is getting out of hand. This has become a Pokemon Go podcast. Listen, it needed to happen somewhere. I'm just going <laughs> to say that. It needed to happen somewhere. However, all right, so let's get into this. Yeah, yeah. Last time on the lookout. The Ginyu Force. The Ginyu Force was a thing. It was definitely an arc in the show. It was a fun episode. Shout out to Kyle once again for helping making it a fun episode because it just, the amount of people who added me about Guildo being jumped in to the Ginyu Force. <laughs> yeah, bro. He got jumped in, bro. I couldn't believe my, really thinking about it over again. I'm like, this nigga really got jumped in the game. Third shiny Electabuzz. Back to back. Okay. All right. All right, man. All right. Back to back. <laughs> <laughs> Um, damn, I'm gonna have more than. Thankfully, I can transfer all this shit to Pokemon Home. <laughs> yeah, for real. I did not want this many in the damn game. <laughs> um, unless I can give them away. But yeah, so last week on the last week on the lookout, we talked about the Ginyu Force and the Ginyu Force a lot. And I think where we kind of left off was that Team Z Warriors, which have now you know consist of it, it was the first initially Bulma, Krillin, Gohan. I would say Bulma is like what do you call it when like technically you can play, but they have too many players and you kind of just need to sit out. What do they call that again? Like subins? Like nah, like like for instance, like like he's just not playing tonight. Oh, Oh, DNP did not participate. There we go. Bummer's on that right now. <laughs> Bummer's on DNP right now. Yeah, Heavy DNP, and they've subbed her in. They've included Vegeta onto this. They uh, got Vegeta on board. Gohan, I mean Goku, has arrived. So that is a major thing. And now because they have Frieza decided, I'm going to fly and go get the password instead of guarding my own ship with the seven Dragon Balls. Or taking the Dragon Balls with him. I mean, he has psychic powers anyway. He could just fly with them. I'm just assuming he could have. Instead of doing that, he just decided, listen, I'm just going to leave him at the ship. And now everyone's at the ship. And now Team Z Warriors are in possession of all seven Dragon Balls. And all they need is a password. A password. (sighs) One password. So, all right. So, we start off, I guess, this series of episodes. And we're going through episodes, I believe it is, episodes 75 through 86. Which may be longer than you think or shorter than you think kind of depending yeah on. it's it sounds like a lot but bear with us here because this it, we know what's important so at this point dende has already been sent to go deliver the password to the humans guru thought ahead he was like yo those they don't have the password they don't speak namekian they don't speak the language they're gonna need that <laughs> yes the dragon speaks english but he only accepts namekian <laughs> Kind of <laughs> <laughs> just a little bit he only accepts namekian so we have to get him to get the password so dende's on his way he passes frieza frieza just looks at him 
They teaching they teaching any old kid how to fly these days, I guess. Just doesn't think of him, and then we get to him with Nail. And for the past, I think, couple episodes, he's been beating Nail's ass. What do you Which, think? What do you think about Nail? You were you got caught off on the episode where we were discussing Nail. What are your thoughts on Nail? I'm glad I did at this point. That's if that's what happened after I left. Then. <laughs> <laughs> uh, man, I don't know, bro. I'm, okay, so uh, I know I made a joke on on Twitter when uh, somebody on the account posted. You know, do you think Dragon Ball Z could have did more with Nail? And I think I did the Snoop Dogg Who gif. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I just, I don't care. I don't care for him. Like, to me, it's like the Namekian thing about them fusing together to become a, a better warrior. Like, I'm not I'm not about to get attached to these guys. They could easily just, you know. We're on their planet, Jeff. Yeah, well, we took it, though. We destroyed them, basically. I would have been Freezer Force, man. I would have been Freezer Force. Listen, but I wouldn't have got killed. Bro. One could argue there's more humans on that planet. The Namekians the, the are now the minority because okay. <laughs> there are more humans on the planet than Namekians. It's like he's always joking on these niggas. Yeah, it is what it is. But Nail finally reveals he's to Freezer. to me. Is he? Yes. But I, what is that really saying? Or, or is it his, his voice? Because he has a, he has like, Oh, the dub is great. The Earthlings. Nail has a great dub voice. <laughs> Guru, I can't escape you. The Earthlings. Oh, Frieza, you wanted a fight? <laughs> I can regenerate. Um, he has one of those cool, like you know, this guy's a top player. Yeah, <laughs> you know, thinking like he's, he's part of you know he's about to be a part of the series. You know? I got to see what else Nail's voice dubbed. Uh, I'm I'm gonna do that. But in the meantime, yes, he eventually reveals that he was um. The distraction for Frieza and tells Frieza <laughs> Nail's voice is Sean <laughs> Chamel, who's the voice of Goku. <laughs> wow. Good for him. You know what? Fair. Yeah, on the job, Sean was like, I don't want to do this shit, man. Goof. Sean Chamel was kind Sean. of a He didn't want to do that shit. He's kind of a dick in that video that I saw when they uh they're talking about the bridge thing. Um yeah, I didn't. I know. Yeah, I know exactly what you're talking about. I didn't like that shit either. I didn't like it at all. I was like, hey, "Bro, come on, man. Uh, just be it's a satire, sport. Bro. Be a sport. Yeah, yeah it's satire, bro. It's be a sport, man. You haven't recorded a damn voice in 15 years. Yeah. Anyone has gave a damn <laughs> about you. Yeah, like, come on, man. Let niggas enjoy the show. Um, it's, it was so disrespectful. It was. It just really was. I was, you know. It, it just was. Anyway, Frieza, who's very pissed that he has been a pawn in this game, because Frieza is always, I'm always five steps ahead, or I pay the people who are going to make me five steps ahead. And he is not. And he flies off, and he's like, Ginyu, where are my Dragon Balls? Why can't I reach Ginyu? Where's Ginyu? There's no way that Vegeta, the ball-headed kid, and, and the bowl-cut head boy could have defeated the Ginyu Force. There's no way. But hey, they did. They did. Uh, I really did enjoy the Ginyu Force uh, a lot more as an adult than as a child. As a child, I thought it was some of the lamest. <laughs> I just thought they were lame. Listen, <laughs> you know, like, as a child, we also we we listened to camera on it, and we were just like, "Yo, these guys." Wow, you're comparing Dipset? To, no, I'm to not comparing Dipset to Ginyu Force. No way. I'm just saying we had a very high standard of what cool was. 
that is, okay, that is fair. And that is very fair. they did not reach up. But now I feel like as an adult, where we can appreciate a lot more things that are just like, oh, this is comedy. This is silly. I get its purpose within get this. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it as a child for sure. So yeah. I, I get your point. Listen. I get your point. <laughs> Ginyu Force Dipset uh, yeah, collaboration. Yeah, we got to go out, man. Um, let's see. So the Z Warriors have the seven Dragon Balls. Dende is supposed to be dropping off the password. Everything is a okay, I say up to this point. But this is the point. Legitimately, everything should be okay. But this is the point where everything goes belly up. Um, Goku is healing. Vegeta. I talked about this last episode. I still can't get over it because it happens again in that first episode back, uh, episode seventy-five. He is deathly sleepy. Yeah, man. They're really indicating, you know, they got to sleep. What do you think this is? Are they trying to just demonstrate that the three sons are just exhausting? Why are you talking about this so much? My man, he picked up that, I guess it's a timer or something. He picked up something, and it was just like, he starts walking, and then things get woozy, and he's just like, oh, oh. And I'm just like, bruh. <laughs> I've never felt that way about a nap in my life, but I've also never been up for mad days. So maybe. Here's what's funny. Here's what's funny to me okay. about that. <clears throat> in other animes today, like newer animes, like in the millennium, like they usually do like a quick comedy scene about th- them being tired or just they, you know, when they change the animation and make them silly, jujitsu does it a lot, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then they'll take a nap. But this is like they're really indicating like, oh, this this nigga Vegeta's really he's tired. Like he, it's it's a serious yawn. But here's the thing: even if he has been up for a couple of days, he doesn't sleep for maybe more than like three hours. Maybe, maybe more. Take horse. Actually, maybe Take horse. Maybe more because honestly, three sons. Who knows what time anything is? But he's sleeping. Yeah, how long is twenty four hours there? Really? Not in a bed. He's just like chilling in front of Goku. It's actually kind of cute. Um, cause he's just kind of like, oh, I'm chilling with Goku. I'm taking a nap with my bro as he's healing, as he's also taking a nap. So maybe they're sleeping together. Anyway, it's the first Goku and Vegeta moment that they've shared together. However, <laughs> he falls asleep and when Dende arrives and he meets with Krillin, he says, oh, fuck Vegeta. <laughs> Let's go get these seven Dragon Balls and make our own wish since we get three of them. And let's actually use all the wishes while Vegeta's sleeping. What are your thoughts on this? I know I have an idea of what your thoughts are. Bruh, well, I mean, first of all, I, I think it's I think it's disrespectful. Krillin's a bitch anyways. You know, it's, it's like, it's like, dude, like, out of all the things, because he wouldn't be, Krillin just be saying shit on the low, like, just be pissing me off, man. It's like he would never talk like this if Vegeta was wide awake. No. Of course not. Of course. Now not. you want to go behind this man's back, and it's greedy as hell. All, what, what's Krillin? What's, what's Krillin really want to wish for at this point? He wants to wish his friends back. Come on, now. You don't need three wishes for that. <laughs> well, that that's all one wish. Man. Not uh, well, not with these Dragon Balls. So we actually get to the past. Let's so Dende shows up. Summons the dragon. It is Purunga, who at, we thought at this time was the dragons of all dragons. Like this is this is that nigga. Good boy, yeah. He got muscles. He's got everything. He's not an actual dragon. He's just like some some type of genie hybrid, but like yeah. a <laughs> hybrid genie dragon. Yeah, like, like a genie dragon. There you go. He works out. 
a genie dragon. So he's this kind of genie dragon that we have here. And he's just, what is your wish? Dragons never have patience. None of them. What is your wish? Like you would think they have all the time in the world. Yeah. I'd be happy to be out. I would be out, get some fresh air or something. Nah. Why'd you wake me from my slumber? For wishes? Well, what is your wish, damn it? And it's literally his job. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's all he does is bring wishes, and he just annoyed he has to do it. So we're here. And they're like, oh, we want to wish all our friends back with the first wish. Dragon says, at, 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 at. I'm trying to do it in the Mark voice. At, at, at. Um, no, Mark. Nah. I only wish one person back at a time. The same them type of Dragon Balls, <laughs> brother. <laughs> it's like, what? They're bigger? You're bigger? You can only wish back one person at a time? I'm assuming. So here's my, here's my concept behind it. I'm assuming the Namekians did that to stop people from wishing a whole bunch of crazy shit. Also, there's not a lot of Namekians. There are only about 110 on the planet before everyone arrived and fucked that shit up. But so I don't think they needed to revive entire races of people. Granted, could they have revived their entire race of people before they were killed by the yeah. climate thing? Yes, they could have. But maybe they revive one at a time. <laughs> maybe Which, they're in the process of reviving oh, one at a time. That's that probably exactly how they handled it. Yeah, it's like, that. listen, oh, who who has a family member? Actually, none of you guys have family members. Guru, try to remember everyone who you lost. It was like, Katas. That should be number one on this man's list. Um, there's no women, man. No, there's no women. They're girl frogs, but no women. Ginyu is getting hollered at by that pink frog. Uh, let's see. Okay, so they said no, only one wish per person. We get to the wish, and they're like, okay, great. I want to wish Piccolo back. And there's, I, I love this part because there's a fight between everyone who's dead on like, okay, who's going to get revived first? And Yamcha's argument is like, I've known Goku the longest, so it's only fair that his son should revive me. Um, it's just selfish. Chaozu says, let's draw straws, to which Yamcha says, you guys are <laughs> telepathic. Were you trying to get over that? <laughs> <on?"> <laughs> and yeah, to, which, to which Tien says, are you going to call us cheaters? To which Yamcha should have said, I've been in Dragon Ball. You guys definitely cheated <laughs> in Dragon Ball <laughs> multiple Yo, that, times. That that would have broke me. That would have broke me too. Piccolo says, I need vengeance for my race that I have never met at all. Honestly, Piccolo is the like best option in this. I mean, you have to let him come help his people, right? I mean They pick Piccolo and they say, Okay, let's wish Piccolo back to life. Wish wish Piccolo back to life. So I feel like if you're in the afterworld, if you're wished back to life, you should not be in the afterworld anymore. But I don't know the rules of the afterworld. The point is, they wish him back to his life and his halo disappears. And that's the only thing that happens. And they're like, okay, we wish Piccolo back to life. To which Dende is like, all right, yeah, you wished him back to life, but that's all you did. He's not here. So they decide to use the second wish. 
to transport him to Namek. What a waste, man. I'm not okay with this. Go go back to the city, have Boma's dad <laughs> make another ship, and that's it, man. That would have took him way too fucking long. I know, planet. but man, I'm not wasting no wish on that, man. Old planet would have been flambéed. In the grander scheme of things, Piccolo really didn't add a, much of a difference to anything in the show. But I mean, very select moments. But overall, I think his impact on this entire arc and what happens afterwards is very, very minimal. So the point that they even revived him and then use another wish to bring him to Namek is just insane. Like, but Extremely. it is what it. They wish him to Namek. He's on Namek, and they're like, "Okay, where is he?" And he was like, "You just wish him to Namek." He could be anywhere on Namek. And as they're about to use the third wish to wish him right in their presence, he's like, no, I want to wish Piccolo here. Wish Piccolo here. Vegeta, who was taking a nap, got up and he's flying towards it at breakneck speed, at a very angry, aggressive speed. And he shows up and he snatches up Dende and he's like, listen, you're going to make the third wish. And that third wish is to make me immortal. Or everyone is going to die. Everyone. Speak of the devil. Guru kicks the bucket. And the Dragon Balls go defunct mid attack. How awful. How awful. But again, man, I I feel for Vegeta in this moment because it really wasn't fair. He did a lot of work. He did do a lot of work now that I think about it. He did a lot of work. (laughs) Like it's not it's not he killed mad people. He found give mad reason. Dragon Balls. And his strategy, his plan was great. Like, he had a great strategy, great plan. It, it was working. You know, I don't know, man. He did everything he possibly could to make that shit happen, and they played him. It's kind of fucked up, but... So, Krillin is like, damn, what's happening? And everyone's just realizing, yo, yo, Guru's dead. And Vegeta's like, what? When that fat old guy kicks the bucket, then the Dragon Balls are gone? He's like, yeah. They just giant tennis balls down, nigga. Like, I don't know what to tell you. Um, let's take a break before the real evil shows up. So Piccolo arrives on the planet, and he arrives on Namek. And he's like, wow, this feels eerily familiar. Like, almost somewhere where I should be. It feels Yunzi bit heightsy, kind of. Like a little Yunzi bitsy. But... He's he's never been there before, but he feels a sense of pride and a sense of home on the planet. And um, I say this, okay, I say this in terms of this a serious part of it. I thought it would have been great if there's more story building to this. And I've already said this before at the beginning of this, or beginning a recap of this, but I think it would have had a lot more weight of him landing on this planet if there are a lot more story and a lot more connection that he had to this planet. Yeah, Piccolo felt more Piccolo only connection on this planet is the fact that he is green and the people on this planet are also green. He, <laughs> he is no... Right. It's like me going to Africa and saying yes. I mean, granted, yes, I could feel home in Africa. Don't get me wrong. But I'm, I'm, not, I'm not from Africa. You know what I'm saying? This is not my home. This is not where I've laid my feet and done all these other things. But if I had gone and just like learned all about my ancient history, had things, yeah, I would feel a stronger thing. And I think it would have made more sense. I think if Piccolo learned a lot more about everything. Oh, about the climate thing. Oh, Nail shows up and um, 
someone from Namek shows up maybe at the beginning of the arc and be like, yo, this Frieza thing is taking over our planet and just begins to tell them about their people. Or if Kami tells them a story about his people or something along those lines, anything, anything could have used an episode or so to explain this whole Namek thing to Piccolo. If Piccolo meets Guru before he kicks the bucket, like he meets him like mid-wish and then maybe Guru dies right in front of him. You know, that would have been something that they could have used to build up Piccolo a lot more. Yeah. He sees Guru die. He's like, listen, I'm a guardian of the planet. Maybe now he has a much more higher respect for the guardian of the planet that is Kami. Guru tells him, yo, chill on that Kami stuff. You know, he's a good guy. He's, <laughs> he's one half of you. You guys wow. should just work it out and you'll become the super Namek. I promise you. Whatever that is. All right, I'm out. <laughs> and would have been nice. <laughs> they should have fused. They sh- who should have fused? <laughs> You're not saying go Piccolo and Guru. Piccolo and Guru should have fused, man. <laughs> <laughs> Why not, man? He's 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 dying, man. This is he a- didn't want Piccolo didn't want hypertension or anything. <laughs> wow, you just said Piccolo didn't want diabetes, so he didn't fuse with his thing. Fuck. He ain't one any of those problems. He's like, yo, yo, you kind of old, bro. Like, <laughs> I'm not even gonna front. You kind of old. There's nothing you can do to help me. Um, so Piccolo's flying over the planet, mind you. I'm looking. Okay, so I put in the link to our document. What's the power levels? Oh, where are we right now? Where was Piccolo's power level when he got there? So I want to let you know. <laughs> uh, let's see where are guys here. So, Piccolo. No, where is he at? I need the I need the official thing. Come on, don't Make give sure me a post. Make sure you tell me where Star was with his shoulder pads on and without. Man. I gotta find this shit. Fuck, I don't think they have it listed. Damn, they only have the fused one listed. He wasn't that strong. I'm gonna let you know right now. Piccolo okay. couldn't have hold. He could have him. <clears throat> the rest of the dynamics. Vegeta, Gohan, Krillin, they could have all ran up and would have got bodied by Frieza in that instant. He was not strong. But he did fly across the planet and he ends up running into Nail, who is going through his own thing because he's been beat up by Vegeta. His legs don't work. Nothing works anymore. He's just, he's out of it. He's like, yo, I'm dying. You're strong. I'm strong. But there's no way that you can beat Frieza. The only way you can beat Frieza, the only way if I see you beat Frieza is that we fuse together. And sure enough, they freeze, they fuse together and they become, I wouldn't say a super Namek. I guess they do call it a super. He's not super Namek. They were just, they just wanted to give Piccolo something. They just had to give him something. They knew Super Saiyan Goku was coming in a few episodes. But I feel like they they mentioned Super Namek in like the title of the episode or something along those lines. But I don't think they mentioned it in the actual episode itself. I could be wrong. There was a lot that we had to go through. I don't think it was a true name. Unless Piccolo declared it himself, which he does that sometimes, you know. A lot of people declare a lot of things in the show. We'll get into that pretty damn soon. Um, but he absorbs Nail and becomes incredibly strong and it's like, yes, yes, I can do this. I can win. Yes. Um, strangely enthusiastic for Piccolo. It's a classic clip right there. <laughs> I can, I can never, I can, I, I'll give this to Nail. He told him that if he 
ever came back as his original self, which is, I guess, Kamikolo or something along those lines, as a fuse with Kami. He was like, oh, you'd have you'd been beat Frieza. You'd have you'd have wiped the floor at his monkey ass. Like you would have yeah. um Big Cat. But you know, it is what it is. He fuses with nail. He becomes stronger. Now he's headed to the battle scene. Um, let's get into the part about Frieza. There's a lot of Frieza sure. we have to talk about. I'm trying to figure out how we want to talk about this because to be honest with you, the entire Frieza sort of uh the battle thing, it's very long. And it not is. a lot of it no. matters. I was about to say, a lot of it is not important. <laughs> a, a lot of it is so not important. Like a lot of things happen, don't get me wrong, because granted, they're like this is like an eight episode stretch. A lot of things are just going to happen. Um, but he goes through three transformations in the middle of this entire thing. And that was the only thing I think that's what they were just trying to indicate, basically. Are you happy with three transformations? Do you feel like it could have been cut down? For Do you reason? think it could have been one one strong transformation, two transformations, something? Okay, so my, my thing with Frieza's with Frieza's transformations, um, I I feel like yes, I, I don't really think that all of them is needed. Some of them are extremely ugly. I know exactly which one. I'm sure you know which one. Not the one where he looks like his father. That no, you're talking about you're talking about the third one, which he kind of like it. It kind of looks like Whoopi Goldberg, but like, yeah. Why do they do that? <laughs> why his head gets all long and I don't know. The one now, the one where he looks like his father, this form, I think it's the second form. Yes, that one is tight. I, I I like I like that one. Obviously, form number four is you know that's the one that we really you know, we 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 love that. It would have been elite if he uh, if he transformed a little bit earlier and just like stuck with the form a little strong for a little bit longer, maybe a couple episodes. Yeah, I, we could have gone without the third form. Is essentially what it is. Yeah, and then you know we don't know at this point, but he has a, a sixth form as well. But that's way later. So. Mm, interesting. I, w- I wouldn't call it a form. I'd call it maybe a transformation. Like not a form, but like it's a uh, yeah. it's ascending to the next level. Like I. For those that want to count Meta Frieza, then oh, you're talking about me- oh, you're I'll, talking about, but <laughs> technically Meta Frieza is still it's just uh, a different form, yeah, fourth form, it's just fourth form with a couple extra, with a couple extra upgrades to it. They got Wi-Fi Retina display. Uh, would you have been Would you have been happy if uh, Doctor Jarrell did it instead? He would have been half Android, half Frieza. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> Mills was like, "Wait a minute. <laughs> it would have been cool, but I don't think there was no way to to match the two. I don't think Frieza's ego would allow him to get it. It was like, yo, yeah. he would have murked Jiro immediately after and been like, and now all these robots belong to me. Welcome to the Frieza Force. Here's your armor. <laughs> Frieza Force with androids, Red Ribbon Army, mm. Frieza Force. Okay. Listen, Red Ribbon Army, Frieza Force collaboration, R and R, F and F." Chill out, man. Chill out. <laughs> we're, getting, we're, getting, we're getting strong right now. It's getting crazy. We're giving up way too much uh, <laughs> ideas. Um, all right. So anyway, the part of Frieza. Frieza's obviously here. As he arrives, he sees that the dragon is gone. He is 100% pissed. And this is the moment, actually, I think everyone has been trying to avoid the entire time on the planet. And 
even Frieza to an extent. I think Frieza didn't even really want to fight, but he knew that he would have to destroy people eventually. But I know for sure that Krillin Gohan did not want to fight. And Vegeta also did not want to fight unless he was sure he was immortal. Like, absolutely. Yeah, only way. So this has been a game of survival the entire time. This has been a game of, like, we're coming up against enemies, but we're, like, decisively beating those enemies. But they're small fries and compared to Frieza at the end of the day. They're they're not on the same caliber as Frieza. They're not even close. And all we can do is kind of hope that we can get these Dragon Balls, make our wish, and get the fuck off this planet as soon as possible. And I think, ideally, that was the goal, but I think Frieza would have found them anyway. Like, Frieza was like, yo, we scouring the depths of this planet. I say he was willing to he was willing to, to kill folks. You know he didn't care. He was gonna find him. I don't know how long it would took, but he would have found him. Yeah, absolutely. So we get Frieza prepares to fight Vegeta's one hundred percent game. Frieza powers up, loses the armor. It's not a first form change, but it's kind of like here's my real power of my true form of my first form. Right. And they get in a little flashback, and I like the little flashback. Is with Vegeta's father, and there's a ton of dramatics and accents. Is like, where's the planet that we sent it to? You know, deliver it to Frieza, and he's like, but Saya, the it will not be you know thing for three more days. Is like, ah, balderdash. You know, we 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 prepared to like deliver this in three days. We need to deliver it in three days. To which Frieza comes in, very cool, very lax. It's like, oh. Vegeta, you brute. You didn't have to kill him. I didn't care when the planet showed up. Like, it didn't matter to me. May I sit here? Of course I can. And he, like, sits in his throne. And his, like... The funny part is, is, like... Frieza's, like, a third the size of King Vegeta. And his, like, feet are, like, actually, like, off the ground. But he's sitting in anyway. You know what's up, man? He already knew who he was. He's, a. Frieza emasculates King Vegeta at every turn, I believe. Just making sure to, like, demean him and call him thing, because there's nothing that they can do. And then eventually King Vegeta tries to stage a mutiny. He tries. They show up in, he, he show up in the ship. Uh, he gave a, a little pep talk to the rest of the various sayings of all sexes and sizes and things and all this other stuff. He was like, listen, this is the, this is the day. This is now or never. We're either beating him here or we're never beating him. But we have to try. And they're running through the ship, blowing up Frieza's ship. Frieza's trying to drink wine. It's getting spilled on him. He's like, nah, this is a wrap here. And Frieza immediately, with a sure you can. <laughs> is that uh, what it was? It was legitimate. It was a punch. It was a jump. It was a spin. That is a sure you can to me. And... He kills King Vegeta right in front of it and then kills all the other people who stage a mutiny. And it's like, listen, your son belongs to me now. And so King, King Vegeta's death, right? Mm-hmm. Is this, did they keep this same story? They didn't show him dying in, um, in, the, in the Super Broly movie, did they? No, they didn't show him dying in the Broly movie. Because apparently we just consider he died with, with the planet. I don't think he's considered. I mean, I think this part could be true. It could still could have happened that they didn't show it. Most definitely, because the planet destruction, even in this version, is independent of the King Vegeta dying thing. Like they both happen at different moments. 
So it's crazy. That, what happened? I just think it's it's wild that they didn't touch on it in Super Bowl. Like, he was just yeah, gone. yeah. He but there was there a lot a of there was a lot more theatrics in this version than they were. I think even the the Bardock apparently floating through space and being right, like, right, <laughs> Frieza. You'll never take me down and stuff like that. Even that, to an instant, was kind of dramatic and hyped up, something along those lines. They didn't really show that either. I think Bardock, in the Broly version, I think he just dies with the planet, right? He does. He does. He, but he's like the only one who shoots an attack to try to, you know, stop. Him, right. But, right. Right. Yeah. Right. Of course. He does. Um, he does. Frieza's an evil son of a bitch for telling us to Vegeta right before you. <laughs> he's trying to fight him. <laughs> Obviously, this is some sort of a. Mental warfare beyond the actual physical warfare because Frieza's like, yo, I got that down pat, but you know, I'm about to do emasculate you. I'm about to make you cry. I'm about to make you because I've been going through this for decades now of Saints trying to uprise and, and, and being threatened to be. And I know that you guys get stronger after every battle, you monkeys. He started the monkey. Yeah, there it is. I'm about to say, has the monkey propaganda begun? Yeah, you monkeys. He's a, but that's a the Frieza calling them monkeys is just his only way of like trying to demean them, even though he's definitely 100% afraid of them. Uh, to be honest, is, you, it's, it legitimately sounds like racism today. <laughs> monkey, um, like, could you imagine? Like, I mean, luckily they're they're white characters, but man, that would have went across bad the other way. Yeah, absolutely. He tells him this entire story, and, and but Frieza's entire fear, and you know we're we're gonna go through these forms, and we're gonna go through them very very quickly. But like Frieza's entire fear, and the only reason why he's engaging is this battle because he knows that he has to put Vegeta down here. Even Vegeta reaching up to this point, beating the Ginyus, beating the Doria, beating Zarbon, even reaching this far, is a yeah. It, it should have never happened. It is a massive threat. He tried to keep him under his thumb for so long. And you even hear towards the end of this fight that, you know, Frieza, I don't think he's taking really regret, but he's more so regretful of the fact that, like, he doesn't have Vegeta under his thumb anymore. Exactly. Like, he, exactly. it's not he's, so when he's holding his own. He's yeah. holding his own. It's not like some, you know, some being that doesn't have the ability to mess shit up. He's already messed shit up. So he's he's extremely aggravated. He's He's 100% like, I wish I didn't have to do this because you would make such a great servant and you would be granted. You are not stronger than me, but there is no one stopping you. And there would definitely be no one stopping me. So I'm regretful. I even have to do this, but I got to snuff you out because you Saiyans are 100% a problem. And there's only three of you left and you guys are still proving to be a problem, which is why I'm doing this entire thing that I'm doing. Um, Frieza transforms to the second form and boasts a power level of over 1 million, which... This is why I start getting spooky right here. I don't even think seven digits fit in the scouter anymore. <laughs> like, it's, it's so crazy. Like, how often did he have to even show this off? Does he even know how powerful... Does Frieza even know how powerful he is? I don't know. Because... Or is it just like, I'll just see when it happens? Like you're saying, I'm not sure how many times he's ever had to show this off. I'm not sure how many people have actually been a threat to him. In just general, because he's he's not immortal, but he's 
he might as well have been because there's no one really coming to I'm pretty sure maybe if he is like, yo, I gotta reach this level just in case a Majin Buu shows up. I'm sure he knows a Majin Buu. Uh, I mean, well, he knows Beerus. He knows Beerus. He does. He does. Um, but I'm not sure how many threats he actually knows, but he's got ears all over the universe, so maybe he does know a couple threats, yeah. but he's... I'm not sure if he realizes how strong he is. Or, or even reached this form and before a couple of times but he reaches it at this point and first of all i love the black and white murder visual of just like the black and white like blast and it's it just, so it's it covers, so good it tops the shit off man yeah it covers the entire color planet like the color it's like a, just a black and white blast it, it's just a great um thing and i would say the only notable part about this this thing is that he impales krillin mm-hmm. which is what we wanted it <laughs> I thought it was sick when I watched it as a kid. When I watched this as a kid, I thought I was just like, wow. That was I think the first kind of brutality in anime that I've ever seen. Like he uh, literally I'm 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 over here considering this too. Like Frieza Saga was what, late eighties? Like yeah, originally? It's like it's like this is nineteen ninety. In Japan it's nineteen ninety for sure. It's like, man, I'm thinking to myself, dog, like, they they really, the animation, I know sometimes we giggle at it, you know, watching it today, but that was pretty damn good, you know, at that time. I agree. It's, uh, in terms of the brutality of that, I just think, you know, I've seen Piccolo blast Raditz and Goku through the stomach, and it was brutal, but I don't think it's to the point where it's like, He's impaling through the stomach. You can see the horn through his stomach. The blood is dripping down through his horn, and he's licking the blood. Like, he's having fun. He's having toy with this. I've never seen someone maniacal and then this such a, you know, destructive moment in that one instance. But uh, we thought Krillin dies, and we get a little... You get a little burst from Gohan, and I want to do a side to talk about Gohan for a while because I... Not for a while, but just for a little bit because I think Gohan has a... He shows moments through this entire saga, and this is kind of where it begins. Um, yeah, for the most part, I, I would say so. Um, remember that that first episode you mentioned that you know they they don't show Gohan, and then the other one they show him when he you know busted a tree and shows his power or whatever. Yes, uh, I, I like to go all the way back there, but yeah, to me this was like the first sign of oh, there is something special inside of him, especially because it was Frieza, and yeah. they kind of. They 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 pinned it with the Krillin thing, you know, mm-hmm. and that was kind of like, oh, you know, we 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 saw how he could be when his comrades are in a lot of trouble or near death experiences and whatnot. So right. you guys all know what happens, obviously. But. He unleashes a barrage on the second form Frieza that even Vegeta is impressed by. I mean, there's a punches that's to the punches to the kicks. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like even that it's more so less of like wow he's really strong and more like that's the saiyan now that's the innate kind of ability that's the instinct of a saiyan and even as much as gohan is this friendly warm amazing kid there's still a saiyan within him that's a warrior it's built within his genes it's throughout his entire history i guess it courses through his blood and it comes out just in response 
to whatever's going on. Yeah, he's using it's a different type of motivation for, I guess, Gohan and like Vegeta, for instance. Vegeta's all more self motivation. Um, Gohan is that seeing the thing of his friends, and maybe that's really kind of the earthling part of it that's intertwining with the Saiyan part. But he shows up and he's punching Freeze in the stomach. He's delivering multiple blasts, a Masenko ha here and there. Like, he laid him out. And Freeze was just like, yo. I gotta kill these Saiyans. <laughs> you see, you see what's happened to me. Yeah, yeah. That that was that was a big moment for him because he's looking. Freeze is looking at him like this is a fucking child. If I let if I let this kid continue to go move forward doing stuff like this and surprising me, I'm, it's gonna be tough for me to to go through with my plans. I yeah, I'm getting tripped up by this little uh, by a second grade, not even a second grader, a kindergartner. Like mm-hmm. this is insane. Anyway, you know. We get a couple more stuff like that. Dende eventually heals Krillin. Krillin jumps back into action. Um, they try to mount an attack on, you know, Frieza, but, it, you know, the the combination of Gohan, Krillin, and Vegeta, because they're like, oh, we can beat him if we work together, says Vegeta. But, um... <laughs> I know, right? Funny as fuck. I know, right? Like, come on now. But then they can't, and then Piccolo shows up. Piccolo shows up like S- Superman. I am here. I am here. And they go back and forth for a bit. It's a lot of it's a good episode. I I compared this to the same thing that happened with Kohan in the Buu Saga. It was good until it wasn't. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And they're like they're like guys look. Dragon Ball does it a lot. You know, make them look really strong, but it's not really meant for anything but the ultimate demise. Yeah. It's a, it, it continues to kind of play off of the ungodly and frightening strength of Frieza ultimately at the end of the day because Frieza does get overpowered a little bit by Piccolo, but then he just says, okay, third transformation. And he uh, transforms again, the man. third yeah. time. Um, He transforms, sorry, he transforms the second time to the third form and immediately bodies Piccolo. I mean, he... He puts holes in him. Piccolo comes out looking like Swiss cheese at the end of this. It, it looks like Jay-Z at the beginning of the 99 Problems video where he gets shot like 8 million times. That's yeah, kind of, he made those like extremely worthless at that point. Yeah, absolutely. And it, it's not it's not even close. Never use your Dragon Balls on Namekians. <laughs> <laughs> but they're Namekian Dragon Balls. Whatever. They're using them. We can't. We came to their planet. It's, it's literally like we went over there. Like we needed oil, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> we literally went over there like we needed oil and took this shit and just wasted them. Uh, Gohan has another burst of attack, and it's a good one. I mean, it's, he still he didn't really do anything, but he kind of he put him on the ropes a little bit. Like third form Frieza, remember it, that giant blast that came down? And he's like trying to hold it back, and he's like, uh, and he's kind of looks very ugly and like shit like that um so now vegeta has a plan because through this entire thing vegeta's getting very desperate and we're going to talk about vegeta in full in a couple moments maybe uh, we'll see how fast this transformation comes we're gonna talk about him in full pretty soon but he has a plan and it kind of shows how desperate he's actually getting to this point because it's not a smart plan at all but it's one that's effective he had he had to come up with something. He says, Krillin, you have to almost kill me. And then the boy can heal me and I'll become so much more stronger that I can face Frieza. 
And so, yeah, so I can become a Super Saiyan. And Krillin's like, I'm not sh- do you, are you sure about this? Like, I can really hurt you. And Vegeta's like, yeah, right. Okay, yeah. Just, you know, bro, just hit me. Just hit me. Just And Krillin goes in. <laughs> he does. He's, this is the moment he's been waiting on since he didn't stab him. I don't know if it's because he caught him off guard. I don't know if it's because Vegeta underestimated Krillin's strength. But Krillin puts a whole blast through him. Like, it goes through him. It goes from one side to the other. And Vegeta just like, oh, you asshole. Like, he just floats down. And Things that hurt. This do it. <laughs> he's just like, and then he approaches Dende. He's like, I'm dying. Like, heal me. And Dende's like, no, I can't heal you. You kill too many of my people. And he's like, yo, are you dead ass right now? Like, are you serious? Like, I'm dying here. And we're all going to die soon. You need to heal me. And then Dende refuses. Because would you refuse? Um, you, sh- no, you, you, you destroyed, you killed my entire family. And you want Dende me to do to something. What happened? Suck it up. Dende. I don't think you would do it. it. I would do it. No, you wouldn't. You would? Do it. I would do it, man. We gotta get right, man. Let's we gotta take Freeze out by all means, man. Anyway, they they heal back Piccolo and thing all the holes within him and, and seal that entire thing up. And then Piccolo says, yo, he Piccolo uses his nail voice, by the way, and he's like, Dende, just heal Vegeta. This is the only time <laughs> I never did understand this. Then I'm gonna tell you to do this, but heal Vegeta. And he Dende has no choice, and he, he heals Vegeta. And then Vegeta is like, like I don't know if he kicks him or shoves him or some shit like that. He's like, took you long enough, small fry, you little piece of shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, dude. Like, it doesn't matter how nice you are to him. <laughs> no, not at all. Um, anyway, as this is all going on, Frieza says effort to this third form, and he's like, I'm going final form. And it is frightening for everyone involved. I think the anxiety levels are just going through the roof and he bursts through. It's legitimately like him cracking a shell in the way he transforms because it's this outer shell, which is all of this stuff. And then he cracks that outer shell and you see final form Frieza. This is, we're seeing it for the first time over the last 20 yeah. years. We've seen this so many times. And at this point, we're just kind of used to this being, yeah, he's close to the time. base form. Yeah, as close as the base form as possible. We're we live through this form more than the first form. He's usually only. I mean, the times that we see him, he's in base or you know this form, which is I consider this basically his base form now. I mean, he never really, he never really goes out of it. But um, yeah, I mean, this Frieza is the legendary visual that we all know and and love, of course. How did you feel about this? I mean, the first version of this, it looks, we've come a long way with uh, yeah. drawing and animation Definitely. and everything following that. Because the, this first form, it looks, it looks early. It, it still looks good. Don't get me wrong. It's very clean. What happened? No, my freezes base. No, I'm talking about this final form because it evolves over the years. Like he gets more muscle. It's like animated. It's a. I think it looks a lot more fuller 
in 2020 or 2018 or whatever fuck the last Dragon Ball thing was. Um, it does. It does. Then now, where he looks like frail in a sense. Yeah, he's very thin um, and and lean <laughs> now in 2020. Yeah, but he's a, he's got a little bit of muscle in 2020. In in this one, I think he looks a little bit more frail. Like there's a little less muscle on the bones. It's a little. It's a little stringier. I th- but I think the only reason they did that was because they wanted to show us like full power final form later, which you know, you, I mean, we'll get to that obviously. But when he's fighting Goku, he kind of, you know, he has, he has one more thing up his sleeve. He says, "Bang!" and he lets out that bang, and the first casualty is Dende. RPG baby, he's gone. Hey man, things had to happen, bro. I mean, <laughs> I'm mad you have no sympathy for any Namekians. He just killed a child. We've already saw a child get killed. We know we know these things happen, man. They're in the wrong place at the wrong time. You he, know just, what I'm he just he saved Vegeta and everything. Damn. Okay. In the first place, though, it's just him questioning it. It's just his karma. <laughs> <laughs> nah, it's so fucked up. You know what's my favorite part about the the Dende killing thing? Goku says, Dende, no, while he's in his chamber. Goku has never met Dende. <laughs> he's never met Dende. How does he even, like, how's he down for this? How do they type that up? I don't know. Dende, no. It was like, you've never, you've never Wait, met Dende. No, he, no, he's never met Dende. He meets Dende for the first time when he takes him from his planet and just like, yo, come be our guardian. Yeah, yo, you're, you're that's dead ass. That's insane. Wow. He... The thing is, it's like they write him of like Goku in this healing chamber and be like, I sense this very strong evil force. Not saying like, oh, it's Freezer or something. I know like. his, his birthday, his birth, his blood type. Like he knows everything, like just from the energy. Yeah, he's just like, no, no. <laughs> this is a strong. <laughs> no, Goku, Gohan's energy is going down. Like I'm like, he's reading everything, but like blind. But he, he, he. He knows Dende, but he is like, no, it's just an evil force. It's just something evil. Oh, the power has just grown tremendously. And I'm just like, bro, it's Frieza. It's fucking Frieza. Just you like, know who it is. Bro. You've never met Frieza either, but you know who it is. <laughs> but like, yeah, he wanted to call Dende out by his government. But you know Dende? All of a sudden, you know Dende? Who they've, I, I mean, maybe they mentioned it to him. I don't know. Um, yeah, but we didn't have any indication of it, so it makes it weird. Yeah, it makes it weird. Dende, no. Um, Frieza <laughs> attempts to kill Gohan because I guess he's going by like age order or something along those lines. But kids <laughs> first out here. <laughs> women and children first, and I don't see any women. After Saiyans first, no matter what. But I guess he was just irritated with Dende. He needs something know. to test the body out with. Can you find Krillin? Ugh. Um. Anyway, tosses that water, nigga. Krillin's little hand was floating. <laughs> You're cruel, you know that. Um, with that said, Vegeta saves Gohan, and then the battle begins between Frieza and Vegeta, in which Vegeta does this massive power up transformation thing. Some shit looked like he bending was- dimensions. Yeah, it was really nothing, though. What do yeah. you call that? Did they call that anything? Vegeta called it turning Super Saiyan. <laughs> this is it. I'm finally a Super Saiyan. Like his teeth like, is shattering. All this other stuff. Oh my god. Mountains are moving. He's powering up. Frieza is unfazed. Frieza's like, excuse me? 
I'm still over 1.5 million right now. Power level. Listen, like that. According to power levels, listen, power levels are weird in this thing, but according to this thing, at that point, Frieza's fourth form power level before Frieza's power up. Oh, uh, 3.5 million. Oh my God. And Vegeta's, mind, Vegeta's, Vegeta's full, couldn't be more, what, two? Vegeta's 2.5. Oh God. Yeah. He's no chance. <laughs> no, not at all. According to numbers, that 1 million make apparently is a massive difference. <laughs> you have no, are these power levels ever published by? Yes. I believe they were. I believe they were. If you go to just like go off all in forums as as kids. Yeah, I think they're in like magazines or video game things or something along those lines. That's a lot where people get their power level information from. But I think they varied from time to time because initially when I was a kid, I never read uh, Vegeta's two point five million, or else I at least don't remember. But I was definitely into the power levels a lot. Yeah. Well, I see you. But then it gets to the point. All right, so you get to the point where you reach the Super Saiyan stuff, and they're in the triple-digit millions. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, nowadays, it's just extremely – it's just irrelevant. Yeah, it, it just – it really, really is because it just really is. Um, All about technique now, which is – you and I discussed that. I prefer it be technique. I agree. Let's see. Okay, so – Vegeta goes on the offensive and gives Frieza everything that he has. And don't get me wrong. He's also talking shit in the middle of this. He's also like, Frieza, you've never met a Saiyan like this before. A super Saiyan. And I'm your worst nightmare. And all this other stuff like that. You know, the whole Vegeta spiel. And... Just happen to it, you know? (laughs) Just say, man. Hopefully he believes me. Uh... Here begins the humbling because Vegeta gives everything to Frieza that he has, and I mean everything, and he does nothing. Frieza ain't even dirty, like <laughs> you're not even sweating. He doesn't even have a bruise or print or anything on his incredibly frail white ass body. And Vegeta, at some point in the sky, he sees that he's out of power, and he begins crying. <laughs> And how do you feel about this moment? This was the first time that we really just saw him. I would say, you know, he just didn't have anything left. Like it's a rare, it's a rare moment of vulnerability in the series for a show that is so, I guess, geared towards boys and geared towards mm-hmm. men and not not women in a sense. Um, and not to say that women are the only one who'd be vulnerable, but in these type of action things, you don't see a lot of crying. You don't see a lot of vulnerability. But it's rare, especially at this point, because we watched Goku. Remember the first time Krillin died in Dragon Ball? Yeah. Goku did not cry. Yeah. Goku instead responded by saying, I'm going to catch whoever did this to him, and I am going to find him and he responded with rage and anger um when the z warriors on died against the saiyans bulma was the only one who's crying over yamcha everyone was just like oh we're sad but no one cried you know we expected so i didn't expect this at all i expected i mean i guess now as an adult it's a little bit different as a kid i was just like wow he's really crying damn that's crazy 
And but as an adult, I kind of appreciate it a little bit more now because I'm like, they don't write a lot of characters crying in this show. And for him, and when you read why he's crying or when you when you get that entire explanation afterwards, it becomes much more bigger and it, it it's going to go it's into one my one of the best moments of this of this arc. Honestly, yeah. just explaining, you know, his passion and explaining it to Goku. I think Man, it was just, it's one of my, it is my favorite moment, but um, outside of the full transformation. But my thing is, you know, with the way Vegeta's character is, his attitude, his personality, um, you know, he never once showed a weak point, even when he's down and out. Yeah. Uh, to, for them to display him in this manner was, it is, it's heart wrenching a little bit because, you know, they want you to know, hey, he's an ultimate warrior. He is, you know, Prince of All Saiyans, the stat and the third. So, to have him cry and, and be so emotional about it. I definitely appreciated it because it just writes him off to be more than what we've seen so far. And uh, it kind of gets you excited for the future with him potentially, even though we're not really sure what it holds. Right. And, and when you, and when you think of the route to this kind of moment here, like ultimately the final battle for Vegeta's Frieza, like that's supposed to be the final battle. That's supposed to be if the route from him and we'll get more into the history once he starts actually dying. But, when when you think about the route, let's talk about the route on Namek itself. He defeats everyone that's kind of standing in his way. And yeah, he does have a road bump here and there. But ultimately, he is the one who kills them all. And he takes pride in killing them all. And that only has fed his ego and, and continue to support it and all these other things like that. It's This entire arc has been a massive ego trip for Vegeta. It's continued to feed his ego. He's prided himself on being the prince of all saiyans he's prided himself to be i mean it's not fully there he's not fully like prince of all saiyans mode until i think next arc but he prided himself on being a saiyan he prides himself on being the strongest one he understands where why he gets stronger it's because he's a warrior and he believes that his race is superior than all the other races because they're they get stronger every time they battle whereas most other races don't so every battle that he's come across, it continues to feed him. And he just, while he's had like setbacks, he's never truly been ousted. And he got to this point and it's like, this has been building up forever. Even every moment that I've had, every moment that I've been breathing for the most part in my life has been building up to this moment where I look him in the face. And this moment was supposed to be me being um, a mortal and standing there in front of him and being like, okay, this is what you I'm paying you back for everything that you've done to the Saiyans. And unfortunately the mortal thing didn't work out, but ultimately he was like, listen, I'm going to have to be strong enough to do this on my own. And for him to give everything that he has and still feel powerless after gaining all of this power on the planet, but still ultimately feeling powerless. It is a massive shot to his ego. It is a, it, it it's to the point where, Piccolo feels sorry for him. Krillin feels sorry for him. Gohan feels sorry for him. You even see King Kai, who has never met Vegeta, but has only sensed him and kind of everything within him, saying, I, this is a terrible thing for Vegeta. And you're seeing him finally break down. King Kai is actually seeing this. Everyone is kind of seeing this, um, the kind of destruction of Vegeta. And it humanizes him to a certain extent because everyone was just like, yo, you're an asshole. And he still is an asshole. Which was needed, though. I mean, they had to humanize him at some point, right. so we could start to, you know, enjoy the character on a different level. Yeah, but it's a 
this entire thing, I, I called it the humbling when I was doing the lookout hours because this was all building to this one moment. This was building. They did everything that they could to be like, okay, Vegeta is going to reach here, but ultimately this is where the book stops. And it's kind of eventually like a, a thing in his entire career. It's always the book stops and then Goku shows up, unfortunately. But yeah, it is. It continues. It It is bad. And Frieza beats the holy sh- not he makes him suffer crazily like the whole the water thing beating him underwater um yeah just embarrassing man it's like he just he really lets him know like you know it didn't really matter what you did this was not this wasn't it for you there's a part where Frieza has him, you know, choked him with his with his tail and is punching him in the back. And they simulate the punches in the back as gunshots. Like, it's not just a standard punch to the back. You hear it as gunshots. Like, you hear it like, boom, 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 as Piccolo, Krillin, and Gohan are watching him. They're, like, watching someone getting massacred. They're watching, you know, someone getting killed in front of them. And that's kind of the scariest part of Frieza as well. And it, it, everyone is, no one is able to be like, jump in and save Vegeta because they're all paralyzed by fear. Because look at this guy. Look at what he's done to Vegeta. Like he's broken. And if they're doing it to Vegeta, they're going to do it to me. Yeah. He's going to be able to do it to me much simpler. He's broken Vegeta, like broken in a terrible way. And we talked about the moment where Frieza was just like, I, I'm, I wish this didn't have to be this way because I truly appreciated you as a follower, but listen, you Saiyans just all the time. He says, I still care. I still care for you enough to put you out of your misery is what Frieza says, which is some wild shit. It's some wild shit. Like you could, like, it's like you said earlier, he really wished it worked out with Vegeta. Like he really wished it worked out. But not from a, not from a standpoint of like from person to person, but it just worked out. Be like, listen, you're strong. I'm strong. The only reason yeah, why yeah, it works like, out, I wish this worked out, so I wouldn't have to do this because your race, he's secretly exactly. afraid of his race. Yeah, absolutely. It's crazy, dude. Um, Goku pops out the little healing tank, and not Vegeta. Vegeta, <laughs> his power levels dropping dramatically. Mm, I better transport there. He transports there. I didn't know he could do that, but he practically does. And he shows up and it's like, the whole wind comes up behind everybody. Mm -hmm. This is it. And he's just like, I'm here. Walks forward. Strength. No, uh, there's nothing afraid. He walks forward confidently, um, powerfully. And Frieza, who was just about to like put Vegeta out of his misery, drops, pick Vegeta. And just like, yo, who's this guy? And Frieza kind of IDs him in this dub. They, he IDs him. He's like, yo, you look like that, that Bardock guy. And I'm like, you don't know Bardock. Shut up. <laughs> yeah, chill out. <laughs> you, like that, you like that one Saiyan who's floating in space and, and threatened me and all this other stuff like that. I'm like, all right, shut up. Relax. Just relax. And, no way you remember him. <laughs> um, Frieza tries to sneak a hit on Goku, but Goku's too fast and he's able to counter it. And he actually lays a kick on Frieza. And then Frieza tries to finger beam him and then Goku deflects him all. Death beam. 
And he's love like, Death Beam. And Goku just deflects them all away from his friends, away from Vegeta's body, all this other stuff like that. And I think ultimately that was a test of strength. It's like, all right, let's see what this guy's about. Yeah, yeah. You know how you know how good. That's how, exactly how they get down, man. Vegeta says, Oh, you're not messing with an ordinary Saiyan over here. See this guy? See now Vegeta's he's 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 brought into the program. Vegeta's all in. He's like, he has to be actually. He's this guy right here is a super sick and he gets a death beam through the heart. Through the heart. Ugh. So sad. Man. And I'm sure Frieza like This was really sad. Frieza was like, nailed him. <laughs> this was really this sad. Was really sad. Yeah. This was really sad. Let's get this. It really, really was. Let's flesh out this sad part because this is the end of yeah. pretty much the episode. But um, I know, but it's really sad. I, I kind of mentioned it earlier, and it's like I don't know, man. I, I feel like if you're gonna portray two two guys who didn't necessarily get along, but have but come from you know common places and have common interests when it comes to being a fighter and being a warrior, Vegeta really tops it off and like. I mean, this is groundbreaking. Golden Globe, like, like this is real shit right here. It's one of the best episodes of Dragon Ball Z ever because it has truly it. It has the rare emotional weight that I think most of this series that moves on forward from this doesn't isn't able to carry or doesn't even choose mm-hmm. to carry. Um, at certain moments, you get flashes of it from here and there, but you don't really get anything really of a. Uh, of any true meat or anything like that, and most of the actual emotional moments you get are vegeta related but um yeah vegeta with tears in his eyes with blood coming out his body and all this other stuff is like listen he he took me from my family like he took me from my family and told me that if i didn't do what he said he was going to kill my father and vegeta obeyed him and he still killed his father yeah and you know he killed him. He killed the entire Saiyan race. He killed everything that they sort of came from. Killed Bardock, all the other stuff like that. Um, he says, he made me into a monster. The reason why I am the way I am is because of him. And Freeze is like kind of smirking. He was like, oh, brother, look at this guy. Yeah, he's like, shut up. Dramatic. Um, but he's like, I was never, I don't want to say you can say I was never this way, but it's like, this is the way I am. But Goku, you cannot let him take advantage of this thing. And you cannot let your heart be your guide. And Goku's like, listen, my heart is the thing that's got me here further than anything else from being a kid. He's just like, no, you're saying. Yeah. He was like, no, if you let him go, he will murder everyone that you know. He says, if you, you know, if you let him, if you don't make him pay for his crimes, he will destroy everyone. And Goku's like, Vegeta, no, you're too hurt. Stop talking. <laughs> you're talking crazy. <laughs> he put his finger over his lips. It's a, <laughs> don't, don't say anymore. It's a death. Don't worry about it. <laughs> I'm sure it's a death talking. And he's like, no, you have to. But he was like, ultimately, like, yo, you have to. I, I appreciate this one moment yeah. because it's like, I'll give a whole spiel after this, but I appreciate this moment just because of the emotional weight and the history and everything kind of built and wrapped in towards this. And mm-hmm. it made truly ever, even since the start of the series where Goku's like, I'm an alien? Word. Um, 
he didn't care about that shit. Yeah, I don't. I don't think he cared he until now. Here, yeah, and that's why this moment is so important. He didn't care about his saying heritage at all. I'm a human baby. This moment, <laughs> yeah. He's like, I'm from planet Earth, bro. I mean, all I know is I'm from Earth. Yeah, I was raised by a human. This is this is what I do. Um, his power was just a gift. So I think it was extremely important for them to figure out a way to give Goku Saiyan pride because he hadn't had it. Yeah. Yeah. And and something to kind of fight for beyond mm-hmm. I'm saving the universe. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. Had to. Yeah. For sure. Something, especially if Vegeta's dying at this point. Now he's the one who's carrying the burden. And I'm sure if Goku had died, it would have been Gohan having to carry the burden because Gohan heard these words as well. And they probably did have an effect on him, even though they haven't really talked about it. But I'm sure, I'm sure. they had some sort of effect on him of like, yo, I'm part Saiyan as well. And there's, you know, it's the strongest part of the series thus far, but it's also probably the part that made me realize how light this series is on those emotional, powerful moments because because it doesn't happen it doesn't happen again you have this entire story that you're telling and maybe this should have ended in the namek saga is pretty much this is what i've been hinting at for the entire time maybe this should have ended at the namek saga because there is no emotional gravity to anything moving forward it's all cool robots and cool transformations and all this other stuff like even when guys even when we're at like people die yeah i mean even some of Goku's deaths aren't really as dramatic and sad as you would assume they should be. Right. <laughs> but, <laughs> you know I, mean, I mean, even as a, you don't really take them. You, you, you get the sense of like, okay, even Goku's death in the future, he dies against Cell, right? Blows himself up, sacrifices himself for I, the planet. Gohan was fairly emotional, but it wasn't, they didn't like, they didn't go about it. It, it wasn't really it wasn't really kind of um they didn't give it no time yeah and it wasn't really a great story to kind of tell it he killed himself yeah. because gohan goofed you know what i'm saying basically <laughs> like there's no like i'm sacrificing myself because my son will be the true savior of this earth or anything like that it's like damn gone i have to do this yeah i have to do this because he goofed because i goofed and <laughs> and and that's kind of it but he took responsibility for it. There's no kind of there's the emotional gravity that happens in here and the story that's involved and that's what that's all I wish for. You know, I'm a big thing on story. But like telling the story and telling it giving Piccolo that extra backstory adds to his entire character. Adding a few more moments, I think as we go through the series to add a lot more emotional. I mean, this is emotional in itself, but you could have continued to prop it up with more flashbacks and more. They 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 could have been an entire. I mean, there's the history of Bardock, but that's not really about <clears throat> Vegeta. But there could have been an entire episode about yeah. the past. They gave they gave time to you know Ginyu Force and other things that didn't need the time that it necessarily got. Um, and they could have expanded on other things, like you said, like Piccolo's story. Yeah, this story uh, needed time. I think this story needed time. I think, um, I think everything afterwards, in terms of Goku's sort of motivations for carrying this out, needed time. I think it just needed to sink in um, a whole bunch of other things. And my, that's my problem with the. I guess now looking at it as a series of a whole, this is where mm-hmm. the story, the true story of Dragon Ball Z kind of ends um with this arc it's 
It's an entire yeah, build up. Everything else explodes after this. Yeah, it's an entire build up from the first episode of beating the Saiyans who were part of the Frieza Force to now where the Saiyan eventually has to essentially do this for his entire race and destroy Frieza or something along those lines. And to the end, but it doesn't really tell the story. Goku doesn't become more Saiyan afterwards. Vegeta doesn't become more Saiyan. He becomes more prideful. I think he ends up becoming a character at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. And, and Goku becomes a character, but none of their history is wrapped up into the character. All this strong history that could have made them, you know, a lot more interesting, could have made the series a lot more interesting. is isn't wrapped up. Well, it's one of Dragon Ball Z's mistakes because yeah. they do it consistently. Um, even today, they kind of wash over preludes a lot they don't give you a lot of information on how people grew up or mm-hmm. their parents per se and then we'll have a movie and then they'll touch on it or whatever you know what i'm saying and then that's it so the, the, people are always confused is it canon is this did this happen who's this who's you know we're just with vegeta having a little brother right you know like the, the, you can tie that in and the, it's just weird the one strong moment i felt from that in z happened in not z super happened in the Zamasu Goku Black arc. But it was such a minor thing. It was the whole Gohan and Trunks interaction of Gohan mm-hmm. of Trunks going to the future and seeing how Gohan truly ended up at the end of the day, even though his master had died multiple decades ago. But seeing essentially what could have been if he wasn't living in this kind of hellhole of a timeline. And right. sort of a doing all that but still having a much appreciation for gohan and then at the end of the arc as they're saying goodbye and he's like tearfully seeing i was like yo gohan that's crazy as they're all saying goodbye and he's remembering his old master and stuff like that i was like it's such a minor point but that would have been such a beautiful thing to expound upon and i do i would like to get you know me i know you're about the story i'm i really enjoy like the emotional parts of anime overall and there are times when dragon ball Z just doesn't give it to me yeah super as well you know there's definitely times where they could tie in i mean how many times has goku left with gohan and yet chi chi's crying but like it's just a quick like oh i'm crying i'm sad because you know my kid's going to fight maybe they show her watching the fight and passing out but like it's so satire like joke yeah still they they don't take it all the way there you know yeah i think you know after this after a certain point the series just became like okay you got to continue the series somehow and it's not that it's bad. There's still great moments. I think they do action very, very well. And story, they don't do very, very well, judging based on how people reacted to the, that chapter in the manga. But um, they tell things very, very well in action and build up to these moments, but they never really have any of the emotional gravity that this moment kind of has here. So Vegeta dying is probably one of the greatest moments uh, I don't want to say greatest because it's terrible saying someone died is the greatest, but it's one of the most powerful moments in Dragon Ball because it unfurls an entire story and it adds a new wrinkle to Goku, a little self-realization thing to Goku. It adds a whole bunch to Vegeta that isn't really followed up on, but or none of that trauma or anything that is expounded upon, yeah. but it, it, you know, it is what it is. I guess niggas ain't know about trauma and therapy back in the early 90s. Well, it didn't, but it's so crazy. I mean, even when we, we saw they had a moment where, you know, Vegeta finds out about his planet 
how it actually was destroyed. And he did he shrunk it off. He's like, oh, whatever, nigga. I don't care about that shit, man. I'm yeah. still here. So <laughs> yeah, but it, it would have been great to have been like he feels a type of way, but he has to yeah. hold up, and then an explanation yeah. of like why he has to. Yes, bro. Yes. Instead, he's like, well, I don't care. I'm still here. Like they're weak. Yeah, fuck the niggas. <laughs> like you know. And now he's talking to Goku. Please, your pride. <laughs> it's a you know. It is what it is. It happens. It, it, it is Dragon Ball Z is not an emotional anime. So yeah, absolutely. Um, but with that said, we're at the end of this episode. Uh, the next episode we're going into is going to be all about the battle between Goku and Frieza. And also the eventual massive moment that ended up changing kind of Dragon Ball and maybe anime. Maybe, maybe, maybe anime forever. Um, so we're going to expound upon that as well. Um, so you can continue to listen to us. You can subscribe to the lookout on RNC radio and on Apple podcasts, Spotify, Amazon podcasts, Google play, Hi heart everywhere where you can catch podcasts. You can expound upon it. Um, you can actually subscribe to it. And then you can follow us at the Lookout RNC on Twitter. And yeah, just, you know, we got everything out. Yeah. Um, let's see. Yeah, that's all I got to say, man. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for tuning in. This was an extra long episode, but I feel like this was the moment that required an extra long episode. Absolutely. We're, uh, we're, we're, we're deep. We're deep into this freezing shit. And we're almost out on the other side. So who knows what will happen until then. But thank you guys for listening. Stay tuned. Stay subscribed. Stay ready. And we'll see you guys next time. Take care.